If you're hearing talk on the Internet, you're listening to TalkZone.com. It's showtime. TalkZone.com. This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. America has a weight problem, but what's causing it? One medical doctor says a common food ingredient may be the real culprit. It's very, very common to see sugar added or high fructose corn syrup added to so many different foods. I believe that this is driving the obesity epidemic and it's particularly relevant to our children. Then, wondering why you never hear good news about the progress of minority children? Well, we'll hear from an expert who says there's been real improvement. When these changes occur that are positive or beneficial or in areas where minorities are actually doing better, we as a society just don't seem to pay attention to those as much as we do to the bad news. Those two stories and much more are heading your way on this edition of InfoTrack. Stay with us. The program gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Look around wherever you go, on city streets, at suburban shopping malls, maybe even in your bathroom mirror. Your eyes don't deceive you. Americans are getting fatter, a lot fatter, and all that fat can cause major health issues. What's the problem? Well, one medical doctor says he knows, and he's here with us today. Let's welcome Richard Johnson, M.D., to InfoTrack. Thank you very much. Now, Dr. Johnson, you've been a physician and clinical research scientist for over 25 years. You're a university professor, and you've written a new book titled The Sugar Fix. I guess my first question is, people have always had sugar cravings. What has changed that's caused this obesity? Well, it's the amount of sugar and the amount of high-fructose corn syrup that we're eating that seems to be correlating with the increase in obesity. If you actually track how much sugar people were eating back in the 1800s all the way to today, you'll see that we've been progressively eating more and more. And as we have, so has the obesity rate. In the last 20 years, this has really increased dramatically, and it correlates with the introduction of high fructose corn syrup. As a consequence, today we're eating about 30% more fructose than we were eating 20, 30 years ago. Mm. And we believe that it's the fructose that is playing a role in obesity. That's not to say that people aren't exercising enough and people are eating too much, but we think that this is a key player in the obesity epidemic. Doctor, what happens for us medical novices when somebody consumes fructose? How does that become fat in your body? Well, fructose has unique enzymes. So it's a carbohydrate like glucose, for example, but it has a unique set of enzymes that metabolize it. And these enzymes convert the fructose into a variety of substances, one of which turns out to be triglycerides, which fill up your cells with fat and get into the blood as well. But more importantly, when the fructose is metabolized, it generates other substances that cause inflammation. And we can measure these in the blood of laboratory animals. And it's been detected in people who drink lots of fructose. Not only does it stimulate inflammation, but some of these factors actually seem to predispose you to developing obesity, to raising blood pressure, to causing kidney disease, to causing vascular disease. So it's more than just obesity, actually. So this can lead to stroke, heart disease, diabetes, or many other problems, right? Yeah, there's now very good epidemiologic data 
in which they can show that the more soft drinks and fructose people drink, the more likely they are to develop diabetes, for example, or to develop heart disease. But in addition to that, if you feed animals fructose, or even if you give large doses to people, you can show effects on blood pressure. You can induce insulin resistance, which is kind of a pre-diabetes state. And you can do this in both animals and in humans, and you don't see this if you give other carbohydrates. So if you give glucose, for example, you don't see this. It seems to be specific for fructose. Our guest is Dr. Richard Johnson, and we're talking about his book, The Sugar Fix, The High Fructose Fallout That Is Making You Fat and Sick. Doctor, manufacturers are putting more sugar into foods. Is it not true that many of the foods that people might eat, they're unaware that fructose might be in them? It's absolutely true. If you walk down a lane of a grocery store and start looking at foods, you'll be amazed at how many foods have high fructose corn syrup added or sugar added. It's just an amazing thing. Also in the restaurants, 25 years ago when you'd go to a Chinese restaurant, there'd only be a couple food items that had sugar in it. And these days, it's very, very common to see sugar added or high fructose corn syrup added to so many different foods. And I should mention that table sugar is also 50% fructose. So these are your two major sources of fructose. What would be some other foods that would really be loaded with this that you think people might not be aware of? Of course, soft drinks would have a lot of this, I guess. Yeah, the number one source is soft drinks, for sure. But I think most people are aware of that. Right. And obviously, sweets and chocolate and candies, they have lots of fructose. Fruit punches, these are all some of the major sources. But it can be present in other things, too. You know, a great example is pick a low-fat fruit yogurt. It'll say yogurt, which by itself is healthy. Mm -hmm. And low-fat, that sounds healthy. So you get it and you think that it's really healthy, but in fact, it's been loaded with high-fructose corn syrup in so many instances and it's filled with sugar, and they don't tell you that. How about for kids? How damaging is this? I mean, you know, you want to have your children enjoy childhood and have some sweet things, but... Does this cause any kind of long-term damage, all this fructose, for them? Oh, absolutely. It probably has one of the greatest impacts on children. Children have a tendency to eat more sugar and sweets anyway. There are some studies that show that up to 30 to 40% of their diet can consist of sugar, which contains fructose and high-fructose corn syrup. And this can not only cause obesity, but cause a lot of the other problems as well. I believe that this is the primary mechanism driving the obesity epidemic, and it's particularly relevant to our children. One of the chapters in your book starts out very provocatively. This chapter is titled Steak and Potatoes, and you say, which one of these foods is worse for you, a juicy slab of prime rib or a plain baked potato on the side? What is the answer to that question? Because uh, it seems like the information we get keeps changing on that. There's all this talk about the glycemic index and the fact that potatoes might actually be a bad thing because it can raise your blood glucose and that might be a bad thing. Clearly, if you're diabetic, you don't want to eat a lot of foods that raise your blood glucose. Mm -hmm. But potatoes actually don't have much fructose. And studies show that if you eat starch versus eating fructose, that starch basically doesn't cause obesity. Starch doesn't cause insulin resistance. Starch doesn't cause fatty liver. But if you feed fructose to animals, they do. So the thing about potatoes is they're probably not as dangerous as we think. And it really comes down to the bottom line that although potatoes raise blood glucose and stimulate insulin secretion, 
it's not insulin secretion that's the problem that causes diabetes or obesity. It's insulin resistance that leads to diabetes and obesity. And fructose readily causes insulin resistance, and potatoes and starch do not. We're talking with Richard Johnson, M.D., author of The Sugar Fix, The High Fructose Fallout That Is Making You Fat and Sick. Well, Doctor, we've established that fructose is in many foods. What is the solution? What advice do you have for people who want to lose weight and avoid fructose? Well, this is a wonderful thing because now that we've figured out that fructose is the bad carbohydrate, it's easy to design a diet that allows for a relatively normal protein and fat intake as well as carbohydrate intake and at the same time target the bad carbohydrate fructose. But you have to be careful because of the fact that high fructose corn syrup is put in so many foods, you do have to be aware and start reading labels. One of the special things we discovered is that the more fructose you eat, the more sensitive you become to it. And so this is a real problem and it's because when you eat fructose, you increase the enzymes that metabolize it, and it's the enzymes that cause the problem. But it turns out that if you go on a fructose-free diet for two weeks, that these enzymes will come back to normal, and then you can restart your diet with about a one-third to one-fourth the normal fructose intake that we're currently eating, and then you can have a nice, normal, healthy lifestyle. So it's kind of like rebooting the system. Basically, you have to kick out the fructose for two weeks and then switch to kind of a normal diet like what we were eating uh, 100 years ago when obesity rates were only about 5%. You mentioned looking at the ingredient labels. Is it going to specify the type of sugar that's in a product, or what if it just says sugar? Yeah, it's a real problem. One of my hopes is that our research, as well as this book, may not only increase public awareness, but will have an effect on the government to better label foods. One of our problems is that sometimes they will say, you know, sugar or high fructose corn syrup, but it won't tell you how much. There's a big difference if you're getting 10 grams of the stuff versus, you know, 0.1 gram. Any last words of advice as they do their shopping, as they plan their life, how can they take some steps to cut down on this fructose and lose some of that fat? The first step is just to be aware that this is a problem and to be aware that it's mainly in soft drinks and sugar and sweets and then to just say, you know, the first step is try to cut your sweets and soft drinks down. If you've got a real problem of being overweight and you want to lose weight, you may actually want to go on a diet to actually remove the fructose from your diet for two weeks. And the only real way to do that is to get tables of what foods are completely safe. But once you can reduce your fructose intake to about one-third of what we're currently eating, this will have a big impact on helping to prevent further weight gain. Good advice. The book is The Sugar Fix, the high-fructose fallout that is making you fat and sick. Richard J. Johnson, M.D., is the author. Dr. Johnson, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure. Next, sick of all the bad news about minority youth? We've got some stunningly good news you're going to like. Coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.